Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast brought to you by Violet Defense. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by bringing the power of UV disinfection to everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Thanks again to Violet Defense for sponsoring the Educational AD Podcast. And go to their website at www.violetdefense.com for more information. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive. You know, I've told you before that we actually have a Sideline Interactive video score table in our gym, and it is fantastic. You really need to check it out. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo to see what their tables and boards can do for you and their other fantastic products. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. You know, Wall of Fame by Vital Signs has a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen options and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, visit www.vitalsignswalloffame.com or learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to thank uh, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox portion of our podcast. Um, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives the 95% of the players and the parents who love your program a voice and help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then call them at 1-800-738-6466 or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to thank our good friends at Varsity Brands, including BSN, Varsity Spirit, and Herf Jones, along with Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. 
We're staying right here in Florida, and we're talking with a good friend, Ira Childress. Uh, Ira is a certified athletic administrator, and he's the director of athletics at Gulliver Prep in Miami, Florida. Also very active at the national level, serving on committees, and uh, I think we're coming up on the two-year anniversary. Uh, he's the co-founder of the National uh, AD Resource Network uh, with Amanda Waters. Uh, Ira, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jake. I appreciate you having me. Well, uh, we've been looking forward to this for a while. Glad you were able to uh, uh, give us some time. So I know it's a busy time for athletic directors. For our listeners, we're recording this October 4th. So uh, you're going to be listening to it fairly timely. Um, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, where you went to school and college, and you know how your path uh, led you to your current position at Gulliver. Yeah, um, I'm from Michigan. Um, I went to Baldwin High School. And um, it really, that's where I really uh, found the passion for athletics. Um, I was a four sport athlete, competing oh, wow. uh, in track, baseball, basketball, and football. Uh, I enjoyed them all. Um, had a great passion for football um, and also basketball as well. Those, those two uh, were probably my two favorites, even though I did love baseball. So now I'm kind of going back and saying I love them all, like I just said a few minutes ago. <laughs> but um, but I but I enjoyed it and and just getting a chance to um, play at a high level uh, in high school. We had a, a great run. Uh, our team was ranked number one in the state in basketball. Um, we uh, we made a great uh, uh, playoff run in football and and, and being first team to host a home playoff game. Our, we didn't have a lot of football tradition at my high school, but we did go eight and two. Um, my, my senior year, um, we had you know outstanding baseball team as well as a starting center fielder, but they're a leadoff hitter. And then I, I tracked him, went to state and track and in, in 100 meters and long jump. So um, just an outstanding athletic career. And I was also um, one of the leaders on our quiz bowl team. Um, so just well-rounded uh, there uh, at Baldwin High and it really prepared me for the next level. So that's where I really got my passion and, and really started to um, hone my skills um, on the athletic field, in the classroom, and then also in the community. Um, then went on to Fair State University uh, where I ended up playing um, college football with a student athlete there and had an opportunity uh, there to really get involved on campus and, and do some really neat things there um, and, and really, uh, really start my career. Um, I was able to get an internship after I graduated from undergrad um, in our alumni and development office and really learned the ins and outs of raising money and working with alums across the country at my alma mater at Fair State University, then went to grad school and got my graduate degree um, in education leadership. And then after that, I was offered a full-time opportunity at Fair State to work in development and alumni relations. And I spent five years doing that um, and really, it was great because I was able to be a student athlete there. Um, we won a football championship. And then I was able to get my uh, graduate, my master's degree there. And then after that, I was able to uh, work for the university for five years. So it was a great, great uh, run there at Fair State University. You know, I always love listening to the stories. And uh, I, I just marvel at the number of guests that we've had. Uh, that are in athletic administration that had that multi-sport experience. You know, of course, you know, we have peers and good friends that uh, they just did one sport uh, in high school. Uh, but I, I've really found that multi-sport experience is uh, uh, a very common factor with uh, athletic directors. Um, 
I know you had some great success uh, at the college level. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit how you made that jump from you know working at the collegiate athletic experience to becoming a, a high school. And I know at Gulliver, you know, you guys are you know K through twelve. Uh, that middle school, uh, public school, or excuse me, uh, educational athletic setting uh, position. How did that happen? Yeah, um, so at Fair State, uh, I had an opportunity to, like I said, work there for five years. And then after I did that, I got a call um, from a search firm that really led me to an interview with the NCAA national office. And basically, they liked the things that I was doing at Fair State with our athletic department. Um, even though I was in development and um, alumni relations as well. And, they, you know, once I got the call to the NCAA, um, I had a chance to work in college athletics on a national level. Um, spent um, four years there at the NCAA working in student athlete development, working with uh, coaches and student athletes around the country um, on all the ancillary things that it takes to be successful in athletics. Um, other than X's and O's, we're talking about soft skills, talking about leadership. Um, uh, you know, being able to, to be an effective leader, public speaking, working with coaches on that, working with student athletes on really understanding um, how to manage and build their brand, um, how to be successful off the field, talk about job interviews and, and, and utilizing the, some of the skills they learn in their sport to transition over into life. So just all those things in the student athlete leadership uh, space, um, I had a chance to do that at the NCAA and that was really, really good and, and enjoyed that. And then I had an opportunity to move back to my home state uh, in Michigan, I was living in Indianapolis, to um, be the athletic director uh, at Oklahoma's High School. And I had a friend of mine, um, he said, hey, listen, you know, you're doing some great things because um, I had a consultant company as well. You're doing some great things with your consultant company, you did some great things at the NCAA. We, I think you'd be great in high school athletics as an athletic director. Um, and I, you know, I had spent a lot of time in athletics, but not in high school. Most of my experience was in college. So, um, but he was saying that a lot of the, the, the skills are transferable and a lot of them are the same, which he was right about that. So the Okemos opportunity came open and Okemos High School is a public school, but it's one of the best public schools in the state of Michigan um, and really uh, has a strong academic program, strong athletic program. And I was able to get on the ground floor there and, and, and do, some, do some really cool things with a lot of neat people. And we had a lot of success there at Okemos High School uh, on a six year run. After uh, my six years as athletic director there, I got a call from another search firm about an opportunity um, down here, Miami Delta Prep had a, a similar opportunity in Los Angeles and one in Chicago all at the same time. So um, ended up choosing Gulliver and uh, this is my third year here. So it's been, um, it's hard to believe, but I, I've been uh, AD uh, almost um, uh, nine years. It's gonna be next year, be year 10. So it's been, a, it's been a great journey and a great ride. And, and to be able to spend this much time, 15 years total in, in athletics is, is, is absolutely amazing. Oh, no, absolutely. And uh, it, it's been great to kind of watch you uh, grow in that position. Uh, as you know, I was down there uh, at Palmer Trinity, you know, one of your neighbor schools uh, for a number of years uh, before you got there, but uh, I still have contacts down there and, and you've just done some great things with the Gulliver program. Uh, for our Thank listeners, you. we're visiting with Ira Childress, Certified Athletic Administrator. Uh, we're going to be back with some more from Ira, but first let's go and take a break and hear from one of our podcast sponsors, Sideline Interactive. We want to thank Sideline Interactive for being a sponsor of the podcast. As I've told you before, we actually have a Sideline Interactive video score table in our gym 
and it's just fantastic. You really need to check these products out. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic program these days, but sideline interactives, indoor scoring tables, and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo to see their tables and boards in action and see what these fantastic products can do for you. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out. We're back with Ira Childress, Certified Athletic Administrator and the Director of Athletics at Gulliver Prep in Miami, Florida. Coach, uh, we always like to ask the athletic, our athletic directors uh, about the mentors in your life. You know, who helped get you where you're at? Uh, we didn't get here by ourselves. So uh, who is that person or persons that uh, helped you um, achieve what you've been able to do so far in your career? Yeah, I mean, I would start with first first and foremost with my mother. Um, she's been my greatest mentor, inspiration um, that a person can have in life. Um, she really did an outstanding job in, in every aspect. And really, um, we, we grew up in tough circumstances, but she really got me to uh, dream outside my surroundings. And that was something that was very important to her um, because she wanted me to know that, hey, you know what, there's there's more to life than what you're seeing right here. But if you work for it and, and you know and, and stay focused, I mean, you can you can really get there. So 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 I will give her a lot of credit. Um, I wrote a book, um, you know, uh, a couple uh, like a year ago, and um, she was instrumental in uh, inspiration for me writing the book because I wanted young people out there to know, um, you know, you can make it. You know, the book was from poverty to poverty to prominence. And um, again, it was just um, a lot of stories and a lot of things that came from from my childhood and growing up and, and some adversity that that I went through. So. Um, so, yeah, uh, my mother's uh, my greatest mentor. I mean, I've had other mentors along the way. Um, uh, former principal of Oakland High School, Christine Cermak, was was outstanding in, in helping me. Uh, transition to an athletic director and just really working with me from a, from an administrator standpoint. Um, I had some some great coaches uh, come up coming up. My college football coach Jeff Pierce was a, was, a, was a great mentor of mine. Um, I had you know other coaches as well that were that were uh, mentors. But um, you know, and then you know when you get into the professional world, you you know you have different you know you have different mentors of people that. That help you, um, you know, several mentors at the college collegiate level. Jim Phillips, who's the commissioner of the ACC, um, has been a great mentor over the years. Ward Manuel, um, the athletic director in Michigan, um, has, has been a been a mentor of mine um, over the years. Dr. Renee Miles, who's a, the uh, senior associate AD at University of Miami, is a mentor. So, so I, you know, I have several several mentors in, in the college level as well, um, and um, you know, just just being able to lean on these people and these individuals um, through tough times, through good times, um, it's uh, it's always a plus. You know, um, I was being very modest. Uh, the book he wrote, uh, Beating the Odds from uh, Poverty to Prominence, it's available on Amazon. I encourage you to uh, check it out. Okay. Um, Ira, we've already mentioned that you have uh, done a great job at Gulliver, but you also 
have really made an impact on a national level. Uh, you're a member of you know, NIAAA committees, and you also started a national uh, network um, for athletic directors. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about how that came into being and how they can get involved. Yeah, the National AD Resource Network. Um, Amanda Waters, um, who's an athletic director um, in, um, in Georgia, she and myself started this during the pandemic, like right in the beginning of the pandemic, a year, you know, a couple, well, 19 or 18 months, however long it's been ago. Um, and it, it, it's really take, it really took off. And, and basically, we wanted to give athletic directors at that time a roadmap, a roadmap to how to navigate through the pandemic. And we brought lots of guests on. We had lots of people talking and brought ADs together and really gave them some insight and some things that they didn't have um, at that time. And, and I know you were on there several times. We had some really good dialogue. Um, on that. And we still do it. Uh, we don't do it as frequently as we used to, but we do it once a month now. And it's still, it's still effective. And it's a way to really virtually, through Zoom, bring athletics directors from around the country together. And so they can really give feedback, perspective, um, tell how, share how things are going in their area. And all of those things are, are very, very helpful. No, absolutely. I think it was something that was extremely timely uh, and as you said, it gave athletic directors who had been literally, you know, shut in their office or shut at home, you know, an opportunity to uh, meet with like-minded individuals, share some ideas, uh, some best practices. And uh, I, I think it's really become, you know, one of the, uh, you know, key components of a professional development program. So uh, kudos to you and Amanda uh, for putting that together. Yeah, no, 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 thank you. And, you know, one of the things we had some really cool, neat, special guests on there, too. We had Notre Dame head football coach Brian Kelly was on there, um, former Heisman Trophy, the Super Bowl MVP, Desmond Howard, ESPN College Game Days, Desmond Howard was on there. Um, we had several uh, prominent coaches. We had Jim Phillips, the commissioner of ACC. He was a, a then athletic director of Northwestern on there. We, I mean, we, we had several uh, Texas A&M, um, Ross Brook, athletic director, was on there. We had so many really, really good guests on there, too, which, which made it really, really neat. Um, uh, Lisa Langston from, uh, was on there as well. Uh, it, it, it was, it, it was, it was uh, really, really strong from a guest standpoint, too. And I think anytime you can have those type of guests, that really, really gives people some insight. Saying, hey, you know what? We, you know, it's great to hear what other ADs have to say. It's great to hear what Iron Amanda has to say, but it's also great to hear what people around the country have to say um, on some of these athletic administrator topics. Well, absolutely. And, and as you said, I, I try to tune in every single month to your uh, uh, programs. And I'm going to have to talk to your, uh, your booking coordinator, see if I can get uh, you know, some of those big name guests on, uh, besides you uh, <laughs> on, on our podcast. Okay? Uh, Ira, we have a lot of younger ADs, even younger than you, uh, you know, that listen to the podcast. And I think it's important for them to hear about the journey that you and I have taken um, with our national organization. So talk a little bit about that. How did you become aware of NIAAA and talk about the path that led to your becoming a CAA? Yeah, you know, I came in NIAAA back, way back, I went to a convention in um, uh, Anaheim 
and uh, Anaheim, California. And I remember going on and being a part of it, and you taking the classes, and you said, "Boy, this is this is nice. This is this is neat." And just really just getting the chance to meet uh, athletic directors from around the country and really network. Um, and it just it just really struck a chord with me, and and it was something that that was that was really uh, positive and, and and national. And and once you start learning, like, hey, you know what, the AD in Seattle or in Los Angeles have the, some of the same concerns or some of the same things that I'm dealing with, you know, uh, back then it was in Michigan, you know, so so that 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 really really kind of stuck with me. And NIAAA has done such a great job, and and just knowing a lot of people. Um, on that, you know, on that board and, and knowing a lot of people at the National Federation, uh, when I worked at the NCAA, uh, you know, literally my office is right across the hall from the National High School Federation office, you know, and so I'll go right across there and talk to uh, a lot of those individuals, um, some of who are still friends to still friends today. So, it, you know, just just really getting involved nationally, I think my experience at the NCAA taught me that, hey, you know, if you're working in, in athletic administration, you should get involved nationally. You should be able to to make an impact not only in your state but 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 nationwide, and and really just being a being a part of the, you know a national organization is 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 really important. And also, some great things have have, have spawned from MI Triple Triple A, including um, Nomad, uh, which was which was developed independently of NI Triple A, but we 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 do a lot of things in conjunction with them and. And I want to give you know credit for the founders, you know, of Nomad who who really who really got it going um, and got it to where Anthony um, and you know and those guys who really got it going and got it where it is today. Kevin, um, who, who's done a nice job as well. So so that that organization is, is really strong, and I know there's a partnership there. I'm also on the um, the, the the national diversity board um, um, for. Uh, NIAAA, and that's just getting, that just got started this past year. So there's a lot to be involved with, and there's a lot to be excited about. So um, for me, that's a long preamble saying I'm happy to be a part of it, and it's a great organization. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad you gave uh, Tony Fisher and Nomad uh, a shout out there. You know, as you know, Tony spent a number of years down here in Florida with us, and uh, it's great to see him, uh, you know, taking his program uh, in Minneapolis, as well as nationally, uh, and doing some great things with that. We are visiting with Ira Childress, Certified Athletic Administrator, uh, Athletic Director at Gulliver Prep, and also the co-founder of the National AD Resource Network with Amanda Waters. We're going to be back with more, but we need to take another break and hear from one of our podcast sponsors. We also want to thank uh, Wall of Fame uh, and Vital Signs for helping sponsor the podcast. Wall of Fame by Vital Signs has a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. We provide a variety of interactive touchscreen options and an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments, visit www.vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute, call them at 614-981-3589, or you can email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. 
We're back with uh, Ira Childers, Gulliver Prep. Coach, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, we always like to ask our athletic directors uh, about their own program. So what are a couple of things at Gulliver that when you sit back and look at them with equal parts uh, humility and pride, uh, you can say, boy, we do this better than anybody. What are some best practices that you have at Gulliver Prep you can share with us? Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing is that when, you know, you look at some athletic programs and they're strong in one sport or another sport, maybe a couple of sports, but we're really strong across the board. If you look at all of our sports and we've been that way for a long time, really strong across the board. Um, we were, you know, uh, fortunate to be named um, the best uh, athletic program for uh, class uh, 4A and, and under in, in, um, in South Florida by Miami Herald back to back. Um, um, years here, and you know, I give credit to our student athletes and coaches um, because that to, to win an award like that, you need to be really strong in several different sports, and and, and that's that's what that's what we we hang our hat on. The other thing, the other thing that I'm really proud about, we had a 3.5 GPA for all of our sports. Um, you know, that the academic component is something we really put an emphasis on, and we really promote that because we want the true essence of student athlete. And, and that's something that, uh, again, in here at Gulliver, we, we take a lot of pride in. Uh, you know, something else that I'm really proud of is we focus on, you know, we have a real strong component for the recruiting process. We want to help student athletes get to the next level. Um, we have a, somebody who uh, works as a director of college athletic recruiting, um, who really focuses on that and helps our student athletes throughout that, that, that recruiting process. We do a recruiting summit. Um, that, that with college coaches that are involved to help educate our parents and student athletes on that. And that's something we, we really take a lot of pride in, um, you know, uh, you know at, at, at Delaware, as far as really helping our student athletes um, get to that next level if they're interested in competing in college athletics, which we know a lot of student athletes at a, at a college prep school like Gulliver are. So, so those are some of the things that, that we, you know, that we take pride in, but there's our coaches do, do an amazing job. We have a strong coaching staff um, and our student athletes obviously um, are, are outstanding, but, um, and overall, I would say that the final thing would be school spirit. Um, our school spirit is very, very strong. I mean, our, if you come to our games, or the student athletes are involved. Our Blue Zoo, which is our student section, is really engaged and really involved. And the games are festive. And they feel like um, the place to be, as kids say. And, and that's what you want. You want to create an environment um, at your school that's really going to um, you know, exhibit the school spirit and just the fabric of your, your institution, you know, when people come out and see the competitions. And, and that's what, what we try to do here at Delaware Prep. You know, again, I could certainly attest to that from my years uh, down there in South Florida, you know, competing uh, against Gulliver teams. Uh, let's do a little deeper dive on one of those components. You mentioned school spirit, and I think that's, you know, one of the challenges for athletic directors these days. Um, so often parents will say, oh, you know, there's not school spirit like when I was in school. And, you know, when they were in school, there weren't as many teams, you know, kids weren't being pulled in so many different directions. So it's a different environment. But What's a couple of things you could share real quickly with our listeners, uh, things that you've done to help promote school spirit at Gulliver? 
Yeah, we have a student athlete advisory uh, leadership council, I should say student athlete leadership council. And that council really focuses on school spirit and among other things, community service and, and, and st student athlete welfare and a lot of other things, but, but, but really school spirit is a big, big focus. And we also have the Blue Zoo, which we created a student section of Blue Zoo. And we have, you know, leaders of that and, and they really, you know, hone in on saying, hey, you know, what are we going to do for not just football and basketball, but for other sports as well. And, you know, we have different themes at the game, um, you know, one day, maybe a white out, one the next day, maybe a Navy out. And, you know, then, you know, we, we have a halftime, our student activities office do a great job putting on a halftime show. So we have that. We also have a DJ. You know, we have a DJ where, he, where a DJ takes requests from the students which songs they want to hear. And then we also have a pet band as well, who, who when the DJ is not playing, the pet band is playing. So we really do a, a, a focus on school spirit. And it's something that, we, that, that, that we're honed in on to really make it an amazing atmosphere. You know, because to me, that's part of the overall student athlete experience. When people, when students and student athletes leave Gulliver, you want them talking about the memories they had at that great Friday night football game or at that great Thursday night basketball game or at that Tuesday volleyball match where the gym was rocking. You know, I mean, you want that. That's that's important. Um, for, you know, football, we've done Midnight Madness, where we've had events at midnight to kick it off. Uh, for basketball, uh, we do what we call Raider Madness. It's, it's not at midnight, but it really is like a practice, but like an hour and a half pep assembly with both uh, boys and girls teams and right. scrimmages and games and all of those things. So those things really help school spirit and, and people really get involved and engaged. You know, um, one last thing, a year ago, we had a big swim meet. And our, the goal for that swimming was be to have the largest crowd ever. So we sold it out. We had a bunch of students there. Uh, but one of the, besides our great swimmers, one of the hooks was we rented an ice cream stand and we had the local ice cream shop come out. And anybody who came, they got, it was 90 degrees that day. They got a free ice cream cone. And, so, and you, you wouldn't believe that that brought a lot of students out. So just being creative and, and doing different things to make it, cool, make it fun, and make it a place to be for your students uh, that want to be engaged and want to be a part of the athletic experience if they're not playing in the game. Really uh, some cool ideas, and you hit, hit it on the head there, you know, just being creative and trying different things, and as you said, involving the students and the student leadership committee. Great stuff. Uh, we're visiting with Ira Childress, Gulliver Prep Athletic Director, uh, we're going to be back, but first let's hear from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, who are the sponsors of our AD Toolbox segment. More coming up. All right, we're back with uh, Ira Childress from Gulliver Prep. Um, Ira, ever since we started these podcasts, and as I shared with you, we're on about month 15 now, um, we've been asking athletic directors uh, some tougher questions. And uh, this one kind of came out of our experience a few months ago at the Olympics and Simone Biles being very candid about some of the challenges that she experienced. So my question is this, how can an athletic director or a coach uh, find a balance between say an old school, you know, hey, you got to be tough, you got to get back in there uh, approach uh, while also being aware of and sensitive to the, the very real challenges uh, that a Generation Z kid is experiencing. Uh, do you have any advice for us? 
Yeah, I don't think old school works, and I don't think we should be practicing old school. Um, you know, when, you know, I think there's a great saying: when you when you know better, you do better. And I, you know, now we we know that the old get back in there. That doesn't that doesn't work, and we shouldn't be focused on that. If there's a mental health issue with our student athletes, or you know, we need to really connect with them with professionals and really try to help them understand. You know, that we do we care about them as people first and athletes and everything else second but we care about our student athletes as people first so our, our job is as athletic administrators to really if they if, if we're aware of something or being made aware or even thinking there may be an issue uh, you know along mental health uh, lines we need to connect them with professionals on our campus and if we don't have professionals on our campus we need to find professionals outside of the campus and really get those student athletes connected with them um it was really sad to read about all the simone simone biles things and and you know and that's something that you don't want to see and you don't want to hear anybody saying tough it out you want to see hear people saying hey how can we help um this student athlete that's struggling yeah, um, definitely. I really appreciate you sharing that perspective. Um, we were so excited to talk to Ira that uh, we didn't do the um, commercial. So we're going to take a very quick commercial for uh, athletic surveys by Lifetrack. And then we're going to come back and hear uh, Ira's uh, tool suggestions for the athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the athletic director's toolbox segment of our podcast. Athletic surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your athletic program. Athletic surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the 95% of the players and parents who really love your program and helps demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials. And then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Let them help you take your program from good to great. All right, we're back with Ira Childress, Gulliver Preps Athletic Director. Um, Ira, we've already established, you know, you're very experienced, uh, very successful AD. You do a great job with your programs. But right now, I'm going to ask you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go in Ira Childress's Athletic Director Toolbox? One is you have to have a good process. If you have a really good process, that will save you um, a lot of trouble on the back end. And, you know, people may question your decision, which is fine, you know, whether it's hiring a coach or whether you're doing certain programs a certain way, but they should never be able to question the process, you know, and that's something I would, I would tell all uh, new ADs or young administrators. Number two is be an effective communicator, both written and verbally. I mean, you know, a lot of times, you know, we're on the fly, we're on the move, so you got to be able to communicate quickly, but you need to be effective and, and let all parties know what's going on and, and really, you know, lock in on the written communication too, because when you send things out, people should be able to read it, understand it, 
um, and, you know, and comprehend it pretty quickly. So, so that I think that's important, uh, effective communication. And also, um, you know, in leadership, we must have um, thick skin, you know, and that sounds like a, a simple one, but, you know, you will be criticized, you will be um, questioned sometime, and, and you can't let that sway you in the decisions that you make. You have to make good decisions and, and stick with them, and sometimes they're not going to work, and sometimes they are going to work. But um, but you but you you can't let you know um, you know a parent or others or anyone really kind of affect your decision. You were hired for this role for a reason, and you have to really stick to your guns on decisions. That doesn't mean you can can't have people who who give you information to inform your decisions, or doesn't mean you can't have to you have to always go with everything that you think and not your staff. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying you have to, you know, believe in, in your decision and believe in yourself and, and not let any type of criticism or any type of, you know, um, you know blowback really affect your decision making. Yeah, so really, really good advice, uh, you know, especially that last one. You know, you got to develop that thick skin. Ira, if one of our listeners wants to reach out, and I would encourage you to do so, but uh, if they want to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm all over social media, whether it be LinkedIn, um, you know, uh, Instagram, Twitter. But, you know, you can also um, reach me via email, ichildress at gulliverprep.org, ichildress at gulliverprep.org, or um, um, childress.ira at gmail is my personal one, childress.ira at gmail. So those are two, two ways you can uh, reach out to me um, if you have any questions or if I can help you with anything. Okay. Again, uh, appreciate you being on the podcast today and uh, all the best to you uh, as we continue with this fall season. Thank you. Same to you. For our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of these interviews are also being uploaded to the Educational, Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Thanks for listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD.